you that he wants. I'm not gonna let him kill you. Fear no evil, fear no evil. Try anything in your cancel, bro. David, good morning. Good morning. Dude, How are you? I am doing great. I'm a horror fanatic, and I'm telling you, I just watched it this morning because it's an, anyway, I just watched it this morning, and oh my God, this is uh -huh. incredible experience. And taking on a classic, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, a direct sequel 50 years later. Dude, you made it your own. Your style is remarkable. I had to turn away a few times, but you didn't. No, there were no horror cliches. I was looking for them. Maybe a little homage to Halloween in the closet. Okay, I saw that. But everything else, you just surprised me at every turn. So congratulations. Well, thank you. I really appreciate you saying that. And I think the biggest surprise of all in your in your direct sequel is you made Leatherface, without giving any spoilers, you made Leatherface sympathetic. I mean, a tragic character. I didn't know that was even possible. Yeah, I mean, we were careful not to make him too sympathetic. We didn't want to humanize him too too much because he is he is a monster and he's sort of an allegory for, you know, the worst things in men, you know, violence. Um, but uh, yeah, there is a there is a side to him um, that's that needs to be explored, and and that's kind of in the original too. Um, there's those moments uh, where he's kind of just hiding, you know, looking out the window, and you can tell he's he's kind of a scared little boy behind the mask. So we wanted to capture that. Was there many discussions on the look of Leatherface? Because he has a different mask now and a different kind of vibe to it. Oh, yeah. I mean, one of the most discussed things in cinema history, I'm sure. <laughs> you know, there was a, a lot of R&D that went into it. And the cool thing is that we worked with an artist who designed the mask who, you know, uh, in the spirit of being practical for everything in this film, we wanted everything to be captured in camera. He designed the mask in clay, in sculpture you know, in three dimensions, you know, with a scalpel and with his hands. And so it has like a, you know, the design of the mask has even an, a handmade feel. Um, so um, it's, it's a really great look. It's remarkable. Yes. And did you uh, have a story about picking out the specific chainsaw that he uses in the movie? <laughs> uh, I, you know, when I came onto the film, uh, they, they showed me a cart of chainsaws. Um, <laughs> had, we had chainsaws for every scenario. Um, and I, I was told that we had one of the original chainsaws from the original film. Wow. And so I used I used that as much as possible. Um, although it was cantankerous and would hardly start. And once it started, it would stay on as long as it wanted, and then it would take a break whenever it wanted. So you could never rely on the thing. But it was probably the loudest, scariest. I mean, it is the chainsaw is louder than you would ever think. Okay. Um, it comes across even, that way, you know, in the movie. You can't even talk like you can't even talk me and you from here to there when that when that thing is on. So, yeah, you know, there's a new thing in action movies recently. Um, action sequences on buses. We had nobody Shang-Chi and now we have yours. Uh, that was just one of the most remarkable sequences. People look like they were trapped, like it's like rats. I mean, that was one of the most uneasy sequences in a horror film that I've ever seen. It's iconic now. Yeah, dude, when I when I it jumped off the page at me when I when I read the script, when I first read the script, I was like, okay, this is the scene. And it was one of the first scenes that I started storyboarding when I came onto the project, uh, just drawing thumbnails, and coming up with ideas and coming up with kills. And I knew it was going to be an iconic scene and I knew I had to deliver. So um, I think we shot it in three to four days and um, just had a blast. Uh, we also, had guys yeah. with 
we had guys with blood cannons just hidden oh. throughout the bus, um, just blasting blood in the air, you know, and Leatherface kind of moving through the crowd. So, and how many people ideas you can kill a person with a chainsaw? I mean, just make a checklist. I mean, every one of them was like a surprise, you know, not just a, a gut in there that you were doing things that the human body I didn't know it could do with, you know, with a chainsaw. And also, I noticed your Hitchcock cameo too on the Instagram live. I saw your name. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, for sure. Um, one of the I mean, there's more, I, there's more kills I didn't get to film because we ran out of time. Uh, you know, I, I could have shot kills all day in that bus sequence. But uh, <laughs> one of my favorites is uh, is something that Fede helped us come up with, and we call it the Dick Cheney. And if you watch the movie, you'll know which one I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, I know which one it is, yeah. <laughs> you know, and the set design, oh, my gosh. I mean, the details are amazing. I kept pausing the film just looking at, you must have hit every prop house in the neighborhood because it was so authentic. It felt so retro. And if they gave out an Oscar for cinematography, I mean, it was just stunning in this. I know your background is DP, but I think if a horror film is gonna be nominated, I mean, forget the genre and the storyline. I mean, just the artistic craft behind cinematography. This was just stunning, David. I mean, it was just amazing effort. I mean, I was looking at the lighting and there were blues and there was just, I mean, it was just, just beautiful to look at. Yeah, I'm sure the I'm sure Rick Diaz would love to hear that, and uh, he'd be happy. He's a really talented guy, and when he came onto the project, him and I both talked about how we wanted it to be like elevated grindhouse. We wanted it to be beautiful and colorful, like the original film, but also gritty and a little handheld and a little off off kilter. So, um, you know, that's something that we we strive to do. And I was trying to figure out where did I not see the sheriff before? It was driving me crazy. I went aliens. I mean, it just it aliens. popped in there. He was great. I, I just loved him in that. I loved working with him. And my first day on set, I had to kill him. So <laughs> you did. Oh. You did. And finally today, tell me about finding your new leather face. I mean, he I looked at his movements, his I mean, he just got it down pat. It was just amazing. Yeah, Mark, Mark Burnham's a special actor. And uh, I was really glad to work with him. Um, not only is his, his stature is formidable, like he fills a doorway with his frame, um, but he also puts a lot of thought into what he's doing behind the mask. Um, which is really difficult to do. It's really difficult to bring a performance out um, beyond just the mask. And I think that's something he's able to accomplish um, and also like a physicality as well. So well, he, he better be uh, ready for all these sci-fi horror conventions because I want to meet him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you do, man. It's pretty scary. Yeah, well, no, that's the whole reason I go to those conventions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. David, congratulations, man. I'm sorry I'm geeking out here because, you know, I just saw it an hour ago. So I'm just got all this energy about it. You know, this is definitely something you want to watch with friends because there's so many, oh my God, moments where you turn and cheer. That's the right kind of uh, mentality. So, man, you pulled it off. Congratulations. And uh, thanks for talking to me. Thank you, man. It was, it was a pleasure.